Welcome to Thriller Premium. Welcome to Thriller Premium. Research, reporting, industry analysis, information, and tokenomics. Welcome to Thriller Insights. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls from around the world, gather around. It's time for another exciting episode of Thriller Insights. Today is February 8th, 2021, and we are talking Hello Bitcoin. That's right. It's all about Tesla today as they buy $1.5 billion in Bitcoin. That's right. It was announced today that uh, Tesla, that's right, the automaker, the electric vehicle company, um, that they are buying $1.5 billion in Bitcoin as reported by us a couple weeks ago. And um, yeah, and Bitcoin jumped to the moon. <laughs> uh, they disclosed that its Bitcoin purchase is in its latest annual report saying the move aims to diversify and maximize returns on their cash and is not required to maintain adequate operating liquidity. Tesla said a board committee had approved changes to company rules on investments, adding that it can also invest cash and gold bullion and gold exchange traded funds, among other assets. The Bitcoin purchase, likely among the largest by a public company, comes after a rally in 2020 when the price more than quadrupled. Tesla is joining a handful of other companies that have disclosed Bitcoin holdings. Take a listen to Michael Saylor as he talks about this with CNBC. Michael Saylor had a Twitter exchange with Elon Musk this past December where he urged Musk to make really this exact move. MicroStrategy owns about 71,000 Bitcoins, now worth about $3 billion. Joining us now to discuss is MicroStrategy CEO Michael Saylor. Michael, great to have you back on. And let's just get right to that news of the day. Did you actually talk with Elon Musk offline and share your playbook from, as you put it, one rocket scientist to another? You know, there are business rules regarding how public company officers are allowed to communicate to the public. And, you know, so I'm constrained in what I can say, but that's not you know, a no. you know what we said on Twitter and, and you know what I've been saying all along, which is it's a great idea. All right. That's not a no. Um, <laughs> it's not a yes either. Uh, so between this move or I guess because of this move with, with Tesla today, I'd imagine you're feeling pretty vindicated in your strategy and really what I think the vote of confidence of Musk buying into Bitcoin kind of implies here. I wonder, though, how you would respond to critics who would say that given the volatility of Bitcoin, we just touched on that, uh, the risks associated with, with it with an, as an asset class that you are not only putting the company at risk, but shareholders' investments at risk. How would you respond? Well, first of all, they were very measured in this. They have plenty of excess liquidity in U.S. dollars. And so uh, I don't think there's any criticism of what they've done. Uh, companies that are converting their dollars into Bitcoin are taking a non-performing asset and they're turning it into the best performing asset. Bitcoin's been appreciating at something like 230% year after year after year for a decade. And so this is, a, this is part of the digital transformation. They're taking an analog monetary asset and converting it into a, a digital asset. And ultimately, over the long term, that's going to be good for the business. Yeah, I mean, I get, I get that Bitcoin has appreciated pretty dramatically, especially in the last couple of months, but it has been extremely volatile as well. 
Uh, so how do you how do you yourself think about that and how do you discuss that with other companies that are potentially looking to get involved and convert their cash to Bitcoin? Well, if you take the long view over the decade, you're going to have either a stable loss of 75% of your shareholder value if you hold the money in cash, or you're going to have a volatile appreciation that may very well be doubling every six months. And so I'd rather have a volatile appreciation at 200% a year than a stable depreciation at the rate of 15 to 20% a year. Yeah, what's interesting enough is we actually have tesla buying since december and i'll put it here in the show notes it, we actually have a link to um where they disclose it on their um i think it was like q4 financials so i'll put a link to it in the, here in the show notes you can go check it out here on the sec's webpage. Um, and they actually had it back since December. So if, if somebody would have just gone and looked, <laughs> and don't get me wrong, it's really hard to look through all those filings, but if somebody would just went and gone and looked through Tesla's Q4 financials, they would have saw that they invested in Bitcoin um, just sitting there, which is kind of nuts to think, uh, and uh, which would explain that big run-up that we saw here at the end of December into January. That was all Tesla causing that big run. And it makes you wonder what's going on right now, right? Because we see Bitcoin running again today after this big news, like more people are buying into Bitcoin right now as it crosses 46K, right? We saw it reach 47K. And yes, we're going to discuss the charts. We, we actually have some really realistic targets now as everything is starting to really come and start Yes, we hit the bullish cross from last week that we discussed, <laughs> by the way. And we're going to talk more about that, I, I promise you, here in Coin Analysis. It's all going to be Bitcoin, so don't worry. Um, but I want to hit on a couple more points because there's a lot to cover. Um, one of the other things that everybody is saying is it's a game of musical chairs. And, and it definitely is, right? That was one of the things here on Twitter I was posting immediately this morning. First, I was kind of bragging, you know, because I was really the only media company in the space that actually put their name on it that said Tesla had already purchased uh, an allocation into Bitcoin. Um, there was nobody else that was willing to do that. Uh, not the block, not Coindesk, not Decrypt, um, no one. <laughs> Quite frankly, it was just kind of frustrating that, to see that, right? And, and mind you, we're behind a paywall, and I and I get that, right? But but still, right? Uh, I, I think at this point, um, you know, I, I think I think somebody should at least, you know, go out and do a little a little bit of research out there, right? I mean, source the same thing we're sourcing, right? Something, uh, but the fact they're not doing that shows you how little, um, you know, how little you know, work they put into their, <laughs> their job. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just the truth. And that was one of the main reasons why I started <laughs> the premium. Anyway, um, beyond that, uh, one of the other things that came out here was the fact that, you know, when we look at what's next, who are the next big companies? Me personally, I've already said this and I, and I have a reliable source, a close friend that works for Amazon that is the next company that I know of that's going to be entering here into the Bitcoin space. And that's going to be through. We don't know if it's going to be an exchange. We don't know if it's going to be through payments. We don't know if it's going to be just through development. We don't know what it's going to be, but it's it's something brewing. It's something simmering. It's something cooking. That was the last thing I heard. So 
Uh, trust me, I'm bothering that person every chance I get <laughs> to get more info. The first, the first chance I get to find that out, believe me, I will post it on here. We will definitely talk about it. Uh, if I could have them, you know, through a vocoder and with a different voice and have them talk about it, I would. Uh, I just don't want them to lose their job, especially a high paying job during a pandemic. Right. So, um, yes, uh, you know, at some point I will get some more information. We'll talk about it as it gets closer to the end of the year. But right now, that's that's who I firmly believe is going to be the next big company to go heavy into Bitcoin. Now, mind you, I, I do think Microsoft is also a solid you know, chance to as well, because there's just a lot of hearsay. And we, and we know for a fact, Microsoft has dipped both its toes and feet into Ethereum and Bitcoin in the past. Uh, this is just, uh, you know, we've seen that in conferences. Microsoft has always been there, you know, for consensus or for any kind of Bitcoin conference. That's just, you're always seeing Microsoft people there. Uh, the only, the only people, or the, I should say the only company I see not entering Bitcoin is Facebook, right? And we know why that is. And I have friends that work at Facebook here in Austin, and and they they tell me all the time there's just no way they see. And none of them know know knows up personally, I should say, but they just tell me there's just no way they see, you know, Facebook adopting Bitcoin in any capacity, right? It's just Libra. Everything's Libra, 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 Libra. They don't even bring up Bitcoin. So this is what my friends tell me. So that's what I'm trying to say. Like, there's just no way Facebook will 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 even look at Bitcoin. So I don't see that as a possibility at all. So um, quite frankly, there's just no way Facebook um, will will have uh, will have allocated Bitcoin. I'll be extremely shocked. It will be probably the smartest thing Zuck ever did, but he won't do it. And then. Uh, one last thing, because this got released shortly after by Coindesk. And this is where I just feel like, why does Coindesk reach? I don't know why they reach, but they do. And I feel like it's just so sad. <laughs> but uh, Coindesk released something. Apple should launch own crypto exchange. Um, and so it says, so it, this is what this is according to Coindesk. They say, so it almost seems natural that after Tesla announced Monday a $1.5 billion purchase of Bitcoin, uh, Apple might benefit from jumping into cryptocurrency for it as well. Um, and it's because they have wallets for millions of consumers. It's like, come on, really? Coindesk, is this the best you got uh, to, 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 for, for a, a news story? It's like they don't even know what they're reporting. Uh, and and this is this is why I'll tell you why Apple won't do it. And we've talked about it in the past. Um, Apple won't touch Bitcoin and Apple won't touch Ethereum and Apple won't do that. Uh, it just won't happen. Uh, Apple's is using their Apple card. Apple is using their Apple wallet and Apple is completely comfortable using their Apple Pay. Right. Uh, will they, will they open up uh, other merchants like uh, Square and, and Cash App and um, Apple Pay for other merchants to allow Bitcoin to go through there? Sure, right. Have at it. Uh, will they directly support it? No, they won't. Right. Um, will Apple do anything they can to, to let Ethereum pass through App Store? No, <laughs> you know, there's going to be certain criteria they have to meet. Right. Uh, they don't even get along with Coinbase. Right. And they're 
they're a really big uh, company here in, in, in the crypto and Bitcoin space. Uh, so they're not gonna they're not gonna play nice with uh, the Bitcoin or, or crypto space. It's just not gonna happen. So when is it gonna happen? It's gonna happen whenever you know Apple sees that this whole market, the Bitcoin and Ethereum market, has really matured. And when I say mature, I mean reasonable gas prices <laughs> or Ethereum 2.0. Or, you know, you know, Bitcoin has mainstream adoption, uh, you know, everything's being paid in sats, you know, something something very uh, like everything looks to be normal, normalized. Right. Um, you know, it, Apple, this is you know, I could say it like this and I said it here in the past. Right. It's literally going to take Apple probably when they release their AR glasses or something. And then Ethereum has already released Ethereum 2.0 and maybe they have Pokemon cards on there. And then maybe there's like 3D Pokemon cards, uh, you know, on NFTs. And then maybe at that point, Apple releases their AR glasses. And then now we have 3D Pokemon cards that you can see on AR glasses via Apple on the blockchain, right? Through your iPhone app, right? And, and then that makes that cool. And then you can see a Bitcoin transaction, you know, pay, tap to pay on Apple Wallet. It's all 3D on your on your on your AR glasses by iPhone and it just works right. It's magical. It's magical Internet money because it, it comes to life like digital money should. Right. Before it was flat 2D. Now it's magical AR 3D in your face digital money like Bitcoin should be. Right. It, it, that's that's what Apple does. Right. They they they, they put a spin on it. They they, they do something magical and then they they say they they reinvented it right and so that's that's what it's going to take for apple to to enter this space it's going to be something like that will they allocate um bitcoin to their balance sheet i don't really think they will i think they'll continue to keep buying back their stock i don't see that happening but we'll see never say never i do think i do think apple will definitely buy bitcoin before facebook um, but I, I definitely don't see um, Apple, <laughs> you know, uh, introduce payments, Bitcoin payments anytime soon, uh, maybe through a third party or something like that, but not directly. It's just not going to happen. Uh, and neither Ethereum either. I'd be completely shocked, but it's just it's not going to happen. Ladies and gentlemen, that's just not what Apple does. They wait for mature markets. They wait to do something magical. This is not it. Not even close. Uh, Coindesk is just reaching. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so so like I said, I think Microsoft is probably next. And I also think, you know, I think Amazon likely later this year. So be on the lookout for that. That's what we should be on the lookout for. And that you can take to the bank because honestly, Ultra the car here is batting pretty damn good this year. And um I don't know if you guys should just call me the Oracle of Austin at this point, but I mean, it's not a bad title. <laughs> okay, with that, let's get on to, I'm totally joking. I hope you guys know I'm joking. Let's get on to coin analysis.
Well, Trading Shot finally did it. He finally got on board with my 75K target uh, for March, believe it or not. And he actually has it even earlier than I projected. <laughs> so um, this was surprising. And, and personally, I don't know Trading Shot, uh, but he is one of the, um, the best traders in the space when it comes to Bitcoin. I, I personally don't know anybody better. Um, don't get me wrong. Willie Wu, I would say, is, you know, a very much up there when it comes to Chartists. I would even throw Bitcoin Jack of Twitter as well, too. Um, I would. I would yeah, a lot of people hate on Tone Vase. But honestly, man, if there's anybody that can give you a clear, um, you know, indication of market sentiment, it's definitely Tone. Um uh, his his uh, his day to day uh, kind of uh, you know I, yeah I would just say is that there's any way to give you market sentiment of 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 like what everybody's thinking is definitely tone he's he's definitely a guy to know for that kind of stuff for sure he knows his shit um, so yeah but when it comes to when it comes to my you know follow, follows and who I who I look to as far as where where I what I like to know and what I like to follow and the charts I like to see I, I look no further than trading shot to be honest with you and I've been looking at him for the past two years at this point and he's he's helped guide me in ways that I don't think I'd ever be able if he ever went away we'd be really lost <laughs> let's just put it that way ladies and gentlemen because he's he helped like when I when I understand things and I feel like, okay, I understand this. And then I go and look at a trading shot chart. I really, it fully comes into completion. Like where it's like, okay, now I fully grasp this 360 thing. Because I can take the news and then I can take my own kind of like research of, of what I'm looking at on Glassnode. Um, and then I can take my little like, um, just like, you know, little cliff notes that I keep, you know, stuff to keep track of from week to week. You know, whether that's, Ethereum futures launching this week, you know, um, or Tesla's news, Tesla news that, you know, we should be waiting for. Um, and then seeing it kind of go hand in hand with a bullish cross. It's like, yeah, of course, this was supposed to be that catalyst that we needed. So if you look at the if you look at the this chart here that I'll put in the show notes, he actually has 75K being a real a realistic target. And he actually has it punched in for the 20th of March. And quite frankly, um, he has it punched in at 71.6K, not quite 75K. Um, so that's pretty damn close to where I had it. You know, I, I had, I, of course, I had 75K by the end of March um, before mid-April. That was kind of my, you know, when you go back to listening to what I said earlier, I was like, you know, I said 75K by the end of March before mid-April. That was my, my guess slash you know on target projection he's over here saying 71.6 by 20th of march which is damn that's pretty damn accurate um and quite frankly we got that bullish cross on the 3rd of february we got now we have a new channel up but this is a hyper aggressive one because of what just happened today with with Elon and this is why I as soon as this is why like we switch gears man this is why I this is why it's so important to have a premium right like this is why we switch gears 
right when we saw the double top, right? We switched gears, boom, switched them, saw the double top, boom, okay, where's the first target? Boom, 75K, okay, what's gonna be the catalyst? Look for the catalyst, oh, boom, okay, found the catalyst, Tesla, boom, Elon, okay, found the catalyst, now what's gonna cause the other people to come in? Okay, corporations, boom, MicroStrategy, boom, we covered that last week, we saw all the people, conference, right, boom, now we're closing in on 47K again right now as I speak, so yeah, ladies and gentlemen, this was inevitable, right? This is why I, if you listen to Bitcoin in February, this is why I sound so incredibly confident when I'm talking about 75K being inevitable at, in March um, and everybody on crypto Twitter straight up ignoring me <laughs> because they're like, this guy must be insane to be pro projecting 75K by March because he doesn't know. He's just He's just guessing, but it's like, you know, what does he know that no one else knows? Well, sign up for a premium and you'll find out. But in reality, it's because we know things that other people just aren't paying attention to, right? These things are catalysts, right? These things are go hand in hand with charts. These things go lead to 82, 62% rises. Uh, these are all Fibonacci lines. This is why, you know, when, when we look at these technical dynamics, um, you know, it, it, it's it's not it's not a surprise that a bullish cross came at the exact same time uh, a microstrategy conference came in. Right. Um, it, it, you stay in this space long enough. You start seeing things um, uh, and, and it, it goes it's it's so strange. It, it's not like the. <laughs> This is where people think I'm crazy. It's not like the Matrix, but it, it it goes in it goes in like like waves, right? I'm, I'm moving my hands right now, but it, it just literally goes like in 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 waves together, right? Just the way the space goes, it's it's funny that way. It, it really is, right? There, there's just there's these strong long term indicators that that buyers have already accumulated right and then we knew we were going to get this pullback in late january and then sure enough we get it and it's like yeah of course so right now we're, we're sitting on we're just coming out of this bullish cross since february 3rd so this is what trading shot got if we go up 30 percent, we're going to hit 48.7k if we go up 62 percent, it's going to be 60.5k if we go up 82 percent, 69 K. If we go up 98%, that's 75K. I personally think it's going to be 75K, which is a 98% surge. Um, and Trading Shot thinks that's quite realistic because that would hit us in a 2.5 Fibonacci extension, right? If you go back and look at our 57% Bitcoin theory, we were all about Fibonacci channels, right? And so that's why I, I really think this bullish cross is going to do it. Uh, of course, I could be wrong. We're still in a pandemic. That could definitely hit. <laughs> that could definitely hit. And everything could go down. So nothing is set in stone. But come on, ponies. I, I, really, I really want this. I really want this to happen. And I can feel it. So we're going to see. Man, February, March. It's going to be some bullish months, ladies and gentlemen. And we are, we are really close. And we just hit 47K. 
right about now. Yeah, we just hit 47k right now. Gosh, what a what a what a what a beautiful day. With that, let's get on to future predictions. Speculative token analysis. These are future predictions. So in today in future predictions, I, I kind of want to just talk about a few things that uh, I kind of am predicting. And it's it's not so much um, about, you know, being being right in future predictions. It's just about just kind of sharing opinion and um, and really for y'all to kind of be wary of, of that opinion because these are really just speculative opinions on my part, right? Um, nothing you can go off and, and, and take uh, with, uh, with uh, you know, a set in stone. Nothing like coin analysis right now where we were talking about realistic stuff, right? So um, Ethereum Futures, First thing I want to talk about that is there was just a lot of talk about it beforehand and how it was going to dump the market. Personally, I, I never thought it was going to dump the market. I know if you listen to crypto YouTube, they're going to tell you that it's going to dump the market because they're trying to go for clicks and views. I totally get that. I understand that. If you listen to any of the Cointelegraph stuff or uh, Coindesk, any one of those kind of places, they're going to try to convince you that it's going to dump on the market. That's not what it's designed to do, right? Um, this is a good thing for Ethereum in the long term. Um, and, and quite frankly, this is going to solidify its future. Uh, we're going to see more than just Ethereum this year. We'll probably see Bitcoin Cash and we'll probably see Litecoin at some point. So this is just the start of it. So look for that to launch and, and maybe even Zcash. That'll be crazy. Um, next thing I want to talk about is Dogecoin. There's a lot of people right now buying Dogecoin because... Apparently, people have it in their minds that Dogecoin is going to go to a dollar. Um, so much so, I have my nieces and nephews um, messaging me now about Dogecoin from both sides of my family. <laughs> and then I also have some friends messaging me about Dogecoin as well, too. Um, I don't mind. I, I like hearing from people. Um if you're in the same boat as me, um, try to steer them into Bitcoin. Uh, that's what I, I, I've tried doing in both occasions. I tried, you know, I tried answering their questions. And then right after that, I tried telling them, tried explaining real money and tried explaining Bitcoin to them. Um, apparently, from from what I'm hearing right now, people are trying to front run a YouTuber named Mr. Beast. Apparently, he's like a... He owns like a, 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 not a donut shop, but he owns like a, a, a burger shop here in Austin uh, that sells burgers or chicken burgers or something. Um, but he also makes like really expensive YouTube videos that have a lot of views. I think I've seen like a couple of his video videos. I'm just not impressed. <laughs> it takes a lot to impress me, not just views. Um, but uh, yeah, if he's, if, if the people are trying to jump on the Dogecoin train, to front run this guy, gosh, they're gonna get severely hurt. 
you know, Dogecoin's an inflationary asset, a digital asset at that. It, it's, it's, you're gonna get, you're gonna get so hurt on, <laughs> on Dogecoin. I really, you know, it's one of those things where, where most people don't realize, but but Dogecoin it literally is just for fun, right? It's a meme coin, right? Like um, most people, like myself and and others, yourself too, and we all know this. Like, you only buy Dogecoin when it's a bear market, right? Like. You buy it when it's really cheap, and then you just kind of hold it, and then you sell it when it's a when it's in the bull market. Like me personally, I'm probably not gonna sell my Doge until later this year, because it'll probably get to like you know maybe like twenty or thirty cents by then, right? Uh, the all time high is ten cents, and I think we're clo- we're closing on it. Um, we probably have another twenty cents to go before we reach peak Doge, right? But there's no way we're gonna get to a dollar. It's just it's just not gonna happen this cycle. Um, it's just not going to happen. Um, so, um, it's just really funny that people are spending their money on Doge and everybody's messaged me about it. Um, I wish they would just buy Bitcoin and not let all these corporations front run them on it. Cause you can literally get like, was it like 2000, 2200 Satoshis for like $1 right now. And that's what I keep telling everybody, but they're not listening. And then <laughs> the last thing I want to bring up is alt season. It seems like all this is going on all at once with alt season. And that's a good thing. It's, it's not a bad thing. I will say just be careful with what you're chasing out there. Don't don't fall into the alt season hype. You, there's going to be multiple times here during alt season to chase it. But remember your Bitcoin stack. Trust me, you, you don't want to be that guy who who jumps from coin to coin to coin to coin and then and then forget that this is all about bitcoin right so remember what got you here remember why you're 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 still here in the first place all roads lead back to bitcoin so at the end of the day you don't you don't want to be that guy holding that shit bag of a coin when we're all tweeting and and having fun you know, probably at 175k Bitcoin later this year on Telegram, right? Because trust me, <laughs> I'm gonna be grinning ear to ear on Telegram later this year, <laughs> and I'm gonna be high fiving every single one of y'all, and I'm gonna feel really bad if 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 there's some people in Telegram that you know are holding on some to to some alt bags, right? So make sure you're not doing that, right? So. Just be careful if you're if you're jumping onto alts like, you know, I'll bring up some alts. Right. But trust me, I'm not throwing everything into those alts. I'm, I'm throwing a little small bag. Let's see what it turns into. You know, give it a month. Give it two months, three months. Put it back into Bitcoin. Don't don't chase it that long. Right. If it doesn't come in fruition in three months, I would say that's about it. Right. So just 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 be careful on those. Be careful on those. This is why I always say. If you don't, if you don't even invest in alts until you've solidified your Bitcoin stack, until you have at least one Bitcoin, you shouldn't be investing in alts. You shouldn't be. So take take heed of that warning. I always said that. So don't invest in alts until you have at least one Bitcoin. That's that's the cardinal rule. At least one Bitcoin. At least. And even then, you should still be snacking Bitcoin every week. Because right now it's a dollar for two thousand satoshis. Just think, in five years. It's probably going to be a dollar for 200 Satoshis, right? So, yeah. Okay.
yeah, if you look right now, we have a Bitcoin. Yeah, still 47K. Um, pretty crazy here. We get that bullish cross last week, headed into this week, channel up, and now it's, it's off to the races. We might even hit 50K by the end of the week. You know, maybe even tomorrow we'll see if there's some more bullish news. Um, at this point, it's so interesting that with this media news cycle of 24-7, 365, that we get somebody that is celebrated and just on another level like Elon Musk, he can cause the price of Bitcoin to run like this. But this is the world that we live in these days, right? With, uh, with Bitcoin and with this kind of volatility and with this kind of money printing that we see something like a realistic target of 75k bitcoin happen in a matter of weeks but yeah this is the world we live in crazy